So recently I had a conversation with some friends. Um, We were out hanging, doing what we do. And one of the uh, friends uh, said something about they had an experience with uh, a date and the person did not know how to kiss. (laughs) And they were just talking about, you know, how bad it was, how sloppy it was. And it got me thinking, you know, I'm not gonna say that I'm an expert, but I do a lot of research when I want to uh, make something good or I want to be good at something. So I do a lot of research and um, we were talking about this and I told, I said, you know what? I think this is a great idea for a show. And so that's what I did. I am doing a show about the art of kissing with international best-selling author William Kane. Now he wrote the book on this and he is amazing. I had so much fun uh, doing this interview with him. So we're going to talk all things kissing. You know, are you doing it right? Do you think you're doing it right? Do you need a lesson? Do you want to admit that? You know, over the years, you know, we got older. And I also found out this. Older guys, (laughs) y'all don't want direction or y'all don't want to ask for, like, can I show you what I like? Can I let you know that this is not right? Can I tell you that I just... I literally think you just touched my tonsils with your tongue. So can we can we talk? Can we talk? So this is going to be a really fun interview with uh, William Kane, and it's all about kissing. It's all about the art of kissing. You know his research. He's you know talked to several hundreds, thousands of people on this subject matter. So it should be a fun ride. I hope you enjoy this show because, oh my God, it starts now. Welcome back. As promised, this is going to be a really fun show. Now, just a backstory of uh, this guest. Uh, his name is William Kane. He's the uh, author of an international bestseller. Now, get this, The Art of Kissing. And I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Kane uh, several years ago on my other show, uh, we, I did a show, and everybody knows the show, The Beauty Files with Juanita, and I had a delightful conversation with him on that show. So I wanted him to come back uh, several years later to talk about, he's been all over the place with this book, talking about the art of kissing. And you're probably asking yourself, how does he become an expert in the art of kissing. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Juanita. And that's a, that's a question that I often get asked. And it's a, a very funny story. I was teaching English at Boston College. And I decided that I wanted to be a published author. And so I, I was thinking, what could I write about that would be an interesting book? And one of my favorite books was a a classic called The Art of Kissing, but it was just a booklet, and it had been published in 1936, but it had a lot of old-fashioned advice. For example, it said, if you want to kiss a girl, make sure that when she's on the couch, she's next to the armrest so she can't escape from you. So 
I thought, well, I think this could be updated and modernized. So I got the idea. I, I kind of stole the idea. I stole the idea and I admit it. That's how I got the idea. And now how did I get my research? Well, that I really did a lot of work. I have now heard from over 100,000 respondents. People responded to my survey in 23 countries and all across the United States. Wow. So I tabulated all those responses and I used them to write each of the chapters in The Art of Kissing. And there's about 25 chapters and there's about 25 or 30 different romantic uh, romantic kisses that we discuss. So that, yeah. that's how I got the information. Well, I, I did read your book and I, and I love it. I, I read it a second time for, for this podcast, but... Um, and that is the reason why you decided, because when you, when you say <laughs> that you did some research and the, the, the original book was get a woman on a couch, put her by the armrest. <laughs> I mean, that sounds a little, <laughs> it's right, old that, yeah, that's old fashioned. That's like you cough and you go, <laughs> and then you, you put your arm around them, you yeah. pretend like you're, or you're yarning and you put your <laughs> arm around the person. Yeah. So. <laughs> I did find out a lot of interesting things. You know, I had 208 questions in my survey and people answered the survey um, anonymously and honestly, and they answered what they, and they told me what they like and they dislike. So I found out what men like and what they dislike and what women prefer and what they consider problems from men. And all of that I used, um, you know, to, to, uh, to write each of the different chapters. So what are we doing wrong when it comes to kissing? Well, according to women, the number <laughs> one mistake that men make is that they, they, uh, they put their tongue into oh. the woman's mouth too soon oh. and too far, and they oh. trigger the gag reflex. Oh, oh. And, I, just, and for, I just passed out just now. So yeah. One woman put it like this. She said, when I turn blue, doesn't he realize it means I need to breathe? <laughs> Um, and, uh, and so, they, so men are not taught about that tongue situation because I had the same thing happen to me recently. And I'm just like, I told my bestie, I said, what is it with the tongue? <laughs> the tongue is everywhere. And I just, and I literally said, ill, ill. Yes. yes. It's, and the reason is because the tongue is the most sensitive part of the, the mouth. And it has so many, um, nerve endings and it has so much flexibility that it's enjoyable everybody enjoys french kissing so but yeah but men may tend to overdo it because really uh the survey revealed that men usually know only two kisses a lip kiss and a french kiss oh they don't know anything about the sliding kiss, the biting kiss, the ear oh. kiss, the neck kiss, the vacuum kiss, the upside down kiss, the friendly kiss. Uh, there are so many other romantic kisses, but they, they seem to be stuck on this uh, French kiss. And women also said that um, the, 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 uh, the pro another problem with men is that they don't move their hands up and down their, their back, the, their partner's back. They're more like a statue, and they don't like that. They want some human, uh, you know, flexibility here in um, in holding them when they're kissing. I actually, I, I, and I can, I'm going to throw this out there. I love it when a guy grabs my face and kisses me. 
I, I absolutely think that it's the most romantic, sexiest thing. But don't grab my face and then open your mouth up like I'm about to go in and put a, a needle to do your dental work. I, I, I just cannot. I can't understand why the mouth has to be so wide open with some men. Now, I, you know, I, I, I've had a few good kissers. I had, I had one guy who was a great kisser. I just kept wanting to kiss him all the time. And I think what made him a great kisser is he was responding to what I was doing. Now, that's a very advanced technique. And, and, and it's similar, unbelievable as it may sound, to counter uh, counter punching in boxing, a mm -hmm. good a good counter puncher will wait to see what kind of punch they're receiving before they hit back, and a good kisser will often wait to see what kind of uh, interaction and kiss their partner is doing before they respond, and respond either in kind with something similar or something appropriately different, a little faster a little slower, uh, more rapid fire kissing or kissing <laughs> to the side of the cheek or the ear. And these counter kissers, as I call them in the book, are, are the most sophisticated um, romantic partners you could find. Wow. So if I'm in a situation or if you're in a situation and you're kissing someone and they're doing something that you find either annoying or you find it just do I dare say the word nasty? Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you, what do you say? Do you just, do you just say, hey, dude, yeah, you know, um, like your friend you said who turned blue in the face. Yes. It's no. like, what do you, do you say something? Do you, do you, I mean, and how do you say that, especially at this age? Yes. Now that's a very tricky um, and sensitive question on how to approach giving verbal feedback or non-verbal non feedback. And my, my um, finding is that most people um, uh, discover that it's easier to wait until your partner stops kissing to broach the subject and bring it up with them. Because otherwise, you, you, you're going to insult them if you, if you mm. say it right during the kiss. Right. Um, but uh, but here's, here's a problem that you could run into. What if the woman is turning... Uh, is gasping for air because there's too much tongue. Well, in that case, you must act right in the moment. And my recommendation is, and I've told so many women this, uh -oh. that a boy's tongue is no match for your teeth. Even if the guy is as strong as Mike Tyson, if you bite down gently into his tongue, he will stop. So, oh so that's one way to do it. Or you pull back. If you right. just lean back a little, it's his tongue will not be able to reach you. So there's sometimes there are actually sometimes in the physical kiss when you have to do something physical to um, to attempt to change what he's doing. And another thing you could do, uh, one eater, is you could put your hands gently on his ears, on both ears, hmm. and then you could t tilt or turn his head the direction that you prefer, you know, and, and he'll, oh, wow. he'll think you're being very romantic and you're caressing him, <laughs> but you're really guiding him the same way you would guide a horse. Oh my God. I never thought of that. That is, <laughs> that is absolutely, that's brilliant. <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. As opposed to 
what I did the other day and the guy just came in. I said, ew, I, I just like, dude, no, no, I can't. I can't do this right. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just you're way too old to be still kissing like you still don't understand what's going on. And I know that was rude. I, I do, William. I know it was rude. But well, I, I just got, I couldn't do it anymore. I, I, I figured I'm, I'm 50. I, I can't, I can't do it no more. Oh, you sound like you're in your teens or 20. Ah, how you doing? Wait. <laughs> now, now another trick. Okay. I'll tell you one other trick. And that is sometimes you do come across a partner who is not exactly hundred percent compatible with you as far as kissing. And if you're, if you're watching a romantic movie where people kiss, you could reinforce the positives that you like by pointing out to the act by pointing to the actors and saying to your your lover and and partner you say oh i i love the way he's kissing that's the way i love to be kissed and then you could do a kiss right while you're watching that uh romantic movie or television show together and you will reinforce his correct and more um you know fun behavior and I think the assumption is that, you know, I know what I'm doing. I mean, someone could probably tell me the same thing, too. They could. And I, I, you know, I like feedback. I don't get offended when someone tells me that. And, I, and that's me. If someone tells me, wow, you know, I really don't like it when you do that. Do you mind? Do it? I mean, it's a certain way, of course, you say it. But I don't mind the feedback because I am, you know, I am there, you know, for pleasure or mutual pleasure. But I find a lot of guys, a lot of older guys, they don't like guidance because they automatically think, well, I've been doing it for all this time. I've never mm -hmm. gotten complaints. Well, guess what? You got one today. Yes. And, and this, is, this is very, very important. I want to reemphasize what I said. Don't tell them the problem right when it occurs right. if you can avoid it. If you wait until you've stopped, maybe mm -hmm. 10 minutes later or even hours or the next day you right. say let's have a little conversation you tell me what you like and dislike about my kissing and then i'll reciprocate and do the same for you i like that what what about bad breath mm. bad breath is a very big problem but it's very very easy to fix it the number one cause of bad breath is people who do not floss and brush properly <laughs> now if your partner doesn't do that then it's very, very important to bring up the subject on a day when you're not kissing and say, right. guess what? My dentist showed me some wonderful techniques and this is what you can do and you'll have fresh breath. But on the day of the kiss, there are some things you can do to freshen his breath. For example, you have an apple and you eat an apple. An apple can often freshen the, 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 the air and the tongue. And that, that is one technique. Another technique is if you drink an alcoholic beverage, sometimes that can neutralize some of the bacteria. Another technique is to have a mint, a kind of a mint, which can make a nicer flavor. Um, but it's really just masking the problem. Right. And, and you want to really do, deal with the underlying cause. But the only way to do that is to floss and brush and also brush your tongue. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, 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 um, my, my big pet peeve is people, guys with bad teeth, 
or the smell of of tobacco. I, I don't like that smell when I'm coming in. I mean, and and you know, I'll offer a mint, or you know, you tell me it, it's if I have bad breath. I, please tell me. I, I you know, I think I'm I'm at that age now where I can appreciate feedback if it's positive, if it's, if it's constructive pe- feedback. But I think, you know, when you get into a situation where you're saying, well, you don't know how to kiss. Well, you don't know how to kiss either. And then you're in a fight. You're in a fist fight. You're doing it because, you know, you told me I couldn't. And I took. But I love the fact, I love your suggestion as to waiting until after it's all done and maybe a couple of days later and go, oh, by the way. Mm. Yes. yes. Now, now, I just want to add one other thing about how to freshen the breath and a little technique that may really work well is to say to your partner, Hey, I have an idea. Let's um, let's we'll have a wonderful kissing session if we try different tastes. And I have these mints and these candies and these chocolates and I have a little glass of wine here. Mm-hmm. Let's try these different tastes. But before we try the taste, let's both brush our tongues. And look, I got you a new toothbrush <laughs> here and I got you some new toothpaste. Let's try these different toothpaste. It'll be fun. How, how do I increase or how can one increase their kissability? Okay. In order to be kissable, there's a few things that will em- enhance your attractiveness to your partner. Number one is if you, uh, number one is if you um, a- appropriately fix your hair and your shirt and, or your blouse, because this is what they're going to focus on. Uh, for a woman, you may want to add some earrings, or um, if you're a kind of a goth girl, you could use a nose ring. <laughs> uh, and you want to make your face and your hair and the top of your body, like your blouse or your shirt, mm-hmm. uh, presentable. All, also, women could wear a necklace or a choker. These things will be attractive to a man and will kind of draw him to you okay that that's one way to enhance your kissability um a second way is with the physical things that you do once you're actually touching lips and that again involves being responsive to your partner uh not being overly aggressive but being appropriately aggressive that means don't just be a a kind of um a wimpy type of uh, a lip kisser. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, put a little more force and pressure into your lips and your tongue. And then, uh, last but not least, try different types and varieties of lip interaction, like kissing the upper lip and then the lower lip. That's called liposuction. <laughs> I love it. Liposuction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Because I've always, I've always thought that, you know, that's very important that you mentioned those things because that is, you know, physical. When you see something that attracts you, you're more inclined to want to respond to that. And I always thought that, I, you know, I, I'm that person that brushes their lips with a soft toothbrush because I want my lips to be very soft. Yes, yes, yes. That's an important thing, too. And most people don't even think about that. But, yeah, you can brush your lips. And then you can soften them up, soften them up maybe with a little lip balm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, lipstick could work too, but most most guys <clears throat> would would consider 
you know, a lot of uh, lipstick to be uh, a little messy, but lip balm is good because it's usually kind of clear. Yeah. And a lot of men, I know they, uh, you know, they have said, you know, oh, I'm, I don't want to kiss you or whatever because you have on lipstick. I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me let me remove it. Let me let me make this canvas bare so you can kiss these lips. <laughs> so who should make the first move, men or women? Now, I asked that I asked that exact question, Juanita, and I found out that 50 percent of women like the man to make the first move. Absolutely. And the, and the other 50% say, you know, I, I, I don't care if I make the first move. It's perfectly appropriate for a woman to do that. But in our society, usually, I mean, it's kind of up to the man to make the first move. So a lot of women, believe it or not, they'll complain to me and they'll say, what's the matter with him? He's he's not taking my hints. He's not moving in. Yeah. So you, you have to sometimes be a little more you know, uh, forthcoming with your, your, um, your body language and how close you sit. Now, this is an important consideration. Almost nobody knows that there's a different, um, called personal space between men and women. Your personal space is the distance between your body and the end of your elbow. Now, because men usually have longer arms than women, they right. have a bigger personal space. So that means, let's say you're sitting on a couch with a man and you think because you have a short personal space that you're close enough to him because he's the distance from his, uh, uh, let me put it this way. You think you're, you're, cl you're close enough to him uh, because you're uh, the distance between your body and your elbow. So you right. think it's appropriate. But not him. He thinks you're invading his space because he has oh. a longer space. He has right. a wider personal space. So a lot of times women are perceived as moving in to the man's personal space too soon. And it's an invasion of their space. You have to be a little sensitive to the guy's body space and his personal space and gently and tactfully move in. And as you move in closer to him, very carefully watch his facial expression, watch his smile, his eyes and his body language and, and make sure you're not, you know, moving in too fast and like scaring him a little. But if you move in right. slower and more gently, you will be able to get close enough and then he will feel you're in his romantic zone. Oh, okay. So um, before I let you go, William, I, you know, I, I got to ask this, and this was in your book, but give my audience uh, some a brief instructions on French kissing. Okay. Like, like, like the instructions, like what are you supposed to do? How you, you know, just a brief, you know, some instructions. Okay. At the outset, I always have to remind people that there's no right or wrong way. There are no rules. However... Yeah. There are some very, very, uh, uh, I'm very confident about the advice that I'm going to give because these are preferences that people have told me over and over again. Number one, for a man, the best advice is to let the woman initiate the French kiss by opening her mouth and putting her tongue in your mouth instead of doing it yourself first. Okay. Can you restrain yourself, guys, to allow her to initiate a French kiss 
And how can you tease her into doing it? Well, just kiss her lips, move back and forth from the top to the bottom lip, move to the cheek, move up to the ear and kiss her neck. And eventually she'll get so turned on that she will French kiss you. The second thing is once your tongues are in contact, you should begin only with the tip of the tongues flickering up and down because the tip of the tongue is the most sensitive part of the tongue. So the tip of the tongue flickering up and down and a little circular motion on the tip. And very important on French kissing is that you not go to the back of the mouth <laughs> and trigger that gag reflex. Just stay in the front or the middle of the tongue and then just use your imagination and play, feel around, explore. Your tongue has more flexibility than any other muscle in your body. It can twist up and down, left and right, and it can also go in a, in a kind of a curved manner. It is amazing what the tongue can do. There's so much the tongue can do that I spent virtually half of my book and half of my DVD on The Art of Kissing just on the French kiss. <laughs> and how much is too much uh, moisture? Now, that's an un another interesting question. Uh, when you start to kiss, you don't want to have too much saliva because it's off-putting. However, yeah. the more turned on a person gets, in other words, after three or four minutes or five minutes, then they will tolerate virtually anything <laughs> in a kiss. Including biting kisses, pulling your hair, and more saliva. <laughs> but but it's safe to say that um, someone coming in kissing your kissing your face, like you know, like they're I mean, just overly licking, like a like I mean, do I dare say this word? Like a dog would come in and lick your face. I mean, I think that could be considered too much. Yeah, it's too much for most people. Most people don't like that. I mean, there are a few people who do like it. I had one guy from New Jersey who said, my favorite kiss is when I get a lot of, uh, uh, you know, moisture and saliva during the kiss. So that's why I always fantasize that I'm kissing a mermaid. <laughs> you know, that's the guy's preference. But he's very unusual. Most people don't want that much saliva. No, no. Or or do we see, you know, I, I, I was going to ask you about a nightmare story. And the, the only one that I can think of, and I know you probably have a few, but I want, to, I want you to give me a nightmare story uh, that something happened to you personally. But the only nightmare story I can think of is I was at a wedding and I thought the guy went in so hard and I, I, I you know, I got flushed because I was just like, oh my, I, I'm getting a little flushed. This kiss is just, it's going on and on. It's like you may kiss the bride. And I thought that was in their wedding bedroom. It, it was just so much kissing for just you may kiss the bride. Do well, you have yes. a nightmare story? Yes, I do. Because I had a partner <laughs> who was overly, um, overly, I guess you could say, like, uh, like a vacuum, you know, and they always <laughs> would just use this uh, suction type of action on my oh. mouth. Oh, my God. And and I think that that's a genetic thing. You know, some people are programmed from birth to have a lot of um, suction because when they're infants, they have to, you know, uh, breastfeed. But some people are uh, overly programmed to do that uh, vacuum type of emotion. Now, there is a, an appropriate vacuum kiss, 
but it's more gentle and you don't want to, you know, uh, turn a person inside out with the vacuum. Yeah. I, it, it, do you think that's a cultural thing too? Because, you know, you brought back a memory that I had too, that, that sucking, that, that vacuuming. And it just was. Yes. Yes. So it that is, is a cultural, cultural thing. Cause this happened twice and, it's, and it was a cultural thing. Yes. There are some, um, nations where the kissing is slightly different from in the United States, for example, yeah. in Southern Europe, the, and those uh, warmer climates, uh, people tend to kiss more in public and also they're more demonstrative with their kissing. So they may right. have, they may have more of those um, uh, vacuum type kisses and intense French kisses. That's, that is so true. Cause that was another part of the country. And I, I, I noticed that and I said, oh, okay, maybe it's just a fluke. And then it was the same thing. I said, okay, this is a cultural thing. Because I, I do love the kiss. And, and I will honestly say, when we had the pandemic, I always go up to someone and I kiss them on the cheek. You know, And I felt so bad when I couldn't even do that. Because I am such a, um, an affectionate person when it comes to, you know, uh, me greeting someone and, and I hug and I give them a kiss on the cheek or whatever. Mm. But I don't give a wet kiss. I, I still I, I still go back to the way because there's remnants left over on your face. <laughs> yeah, it can be very off-putting, and and guys who are overly, um, you know, sloppy, <laughs> they should be <laughs> they should be instructed and corrected. Well, uh, William Kane, the author of the <laughs> international bestseller, The Art of Kissing, guys, uh, you know who you are. You need to go check this book out. It, it's a wonderful book, and. Um, Thank William you. has always just been so informative about all the instructions and please take heed, but how can they find you, William? How, your book is on Amazon. Cause that's where I saw it, but how I'm can everywhere. they find you? I'm everywhere. You're All you gotta everywhere. do is type in William Kane. You can even use artificial intelligence and say, tell me about William Kane and his book on kissing. Oh, and, and they will. And the machine will tell you I'm everywhere on the internet. I adore you so much. Thank you so much for being on this <laughs> podcast. I do appreciate And I'm glad we worked out the kinks. <laughs> Thank you so much for interviewing me. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Juanita. Take Have care. Have a wonderful night. You too. Thank you. Hi, this is Juanita. And if you enjoyed today's show, like us, love us, and support us. We really do need the support right now because we are in season two and we would love, love to have you support this show. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell anybody that you know would appreciate hearing a show like this. Until then, you take care. <laughs>